Greetings and welcome to another podcast entitled Around the Table with Diva RD and a Perfect Voice with Timely Topics. It's late. It's 1149, but I am just determined to get this podcast out tonight before midnight. So tonight's conversation is going to be on bell peppers and their sex. Can you sex a bell pepper? Well, some people say no. Some people say yes. Well, let me give you the skinny on that. Bell peppers, I was told, you can determine the gender by the number of lobes that they have. And I was told that four lobes is an indication of a female and three lobes is an indication of a male. I was also told the more lobes, the sweeter the bell pepper. And guess what? Yesterday when I got up, before I was starting my day, I looked it up and I thought to myself, what else can I tell about these good old bell peppers? I wanted a true fact, but an interesting fact, something to kind of spin around on the table and have some conversation about. But I found out that none of that's true, what I've known for years, that there is no such thing as sexing of the bell peppers. Bell peppers are not sexed and you can't determine their sex based on the number of loaves. But I did find out, and I don't know if I knew this or not, but I know it now, the loaves indicate the possibility for more seeds. A bell pepper can have anywhere from two to three to four to five or six loaves. And I was always told four loaves equals female, three loaves equals male, four loaves female is sweeter, three loaves is not so sweet, and you had to be picky and choosy about how you were going to use them. So if you were making good sauces and you wanted it to have a good sweet flavor, then of course you'd use the four loaf one. And others could be an indication of how they would be served raw or cooked or what have you. But to find out that all that information was not true information um, is kind of interesting. But I did ask a Clemson Extension uh, farmer today, or a person that's into the research and all of that, and he told me that he's heard that too and yada, yada, yada. So I really... I'm not sure, but most of the research that I found kind of indicates that there's no such thing as sex in a bell pepper, that lobes are associated with the amount of seeds that they contain. So the more lobes, the more seeds you're going to have. And most people buy those um, bell peppers because of the amount of seeds so that they can have them for harvest for another season of bell peppers. So to be honest, that has a good bit of logic to it. Um, I don't know that I've ever... I did try to see if I was able to identify with this sweet flavor that you get from a four low versus that of a three low. And I don't remember what my findings were, but um, I was just going by what I read. But nonetheless, bell peppers are green, yellow, orange, and red. And guess what? Last year, I had the opportunity to come in contact with a purple, I would say variegated bell pepper, and they were delicious. Now, they were sweet. And I don't know um, the farmer that I usually get all of my fresh vegetables from throughout the course of a year. Um, He actually planted these bell peppers, and he told me... um, 
that he had gotten the seeds from someplace and he doesn't have any this year. But uh, that's, and I just kind of ran across it, just happenstance. We were talking about doing a activity and he pulled out these bell peppers and I said, purple bell peppers? He said, yes. I said, I want to have some of those. That would be a good selling point. So I got some of those and I took a few myself and they were pretty tasty. So if I had to say a bell pepper is sweet, it definitely is the red. And now that I know for sure the, the purple one, but haven't seen any purple ones since last year. So I'm not sure how, when, and how, how, when, and where. But anyway, nonetheless, I've had that experience. But on another note, to continue on, we are observing National Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Month. And I just wanted to share with you what I um, knew about bell peppers, only to find out that what I was about to tell you as the Bible is truly not um, found to be true anywhere. So anyway, I straightened that out. So let's move on. So it is National Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Month. And when we think about National Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Month, one of the things I want to tell you is that I'm encouraging you to get on with the challenge for this month. But not only for this month, I want you to really push forward and make it a habit ongoingly, if that's a word. And what I mean by that is, if you can avoid consuming canned goods and or frozen goods for a period of time, I think that you would be able to find yourself wallowing in the freshness, the crispiness, the delicious flavor, the savoriness of those fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, they're probably going to have somewhat of that connection to the earth, so they're going to have a different taste. But I want you to consider doing that so that you can recognize um, what flavors are going to be enhanced in those food products or food items that you're preparing. There's going to be a significant difference. And if you're a person that likes to eat these vegetables raw, you're definitely going to be in for a treat. So try that. Now, hear me out. I'm not telling you that you need to go and throw anything that's in a can out of your pantry. Food is too costly nowadays. It was before and it still is and will be in the future. And I'm not telling you that you never need to um, eat canned goods or frozen good because fresh is better. Yes, fresh is always much better. But if you got canned goods and are frozen in that refrigerator, find a way to use them. Just make sure that you're preparing them in a good old healthy way instead of a good way that's going to increase your risk of a chronic disease state, i.e. high blood pressure or whatever the case may be. So again, the challenge is to increase your intake of locally grown fresh fruits and vegetables. And when you do that, you are giving back to the economy. You're also assisting with um, the farmers so that they can actually maintain some sense of living and well-being. Because when you purchase from what they have contributed to the farmer's market, you're putting money back into the economy, but you're also putting money into their pocket. And so that's that, that chain effect of making it user-friendly and effective and good for everybody. And so, again, the flavor is probably going to be your selling point, but also look at the economics. You're giving back to the community and you're helping someone feed the mouths that sit around their table on a regular basis. So think of it that way. You're giving back to the economy, but you're also consuming food items that are straight from the ground, if you will, or from the vine, or from the bean pole, whatever the case may be. But you're getting it 
just as it is maturing and ready for it to be consumed. Whereas sometimes the food items that we get in the grocery store, they have been transported across many miles. That's not to say that they're not homegrown, but they've been transported across many miles. So by the time that we get them, they've lost some of their freshness because they may have been picked yesterday to be delivered to us two or three weeks later. So just keep that in mind. So where it is absolutely convenient and you have to make this happen, try to get out to that farmer's market and get some of those um, freshly picked fruits and vegetables and you will definitely be in for a treat. Now, if farmer's market are a little too expensive for you, just know that um, the cycle in terms of how that happens is if I produce it, I have to make a profit off of it because I want to give back to what I have invested, so to speak. So you're helping me help you and we're also helping the economy. I can't say it enough. Secondly, if you're not able to get to a farmer's market, you could kind of snoop around, ask around, have conversations with individuals within the neighborhood, family and friends, and find out who has a garden. And some of these people do it just for the mere fact that they enjoy the um, benefits of the fresh fruits and vegetables, but it is somewhat a part of their well-being and their livelihood. Some people do it just to maintain a connection with the earth. It's it's de-stressing. So if that's the case, it is not a bad idea for you to offer that person a donation for what it is that they're going to give you in exchange. And that way, you are making that cycle recycle and putting back into the community what you are getting out of it. And everybody's going to win. You're going to have fresh fruits and vegetables, and they're going to have some profit from what they produce. And so what's available that's considered a fresh fruit and vegetable and seasonal and pretty much ready for the consumption right now would be um, butter beans are coming off soon. Um, Corn will be coming off soon, and I'm talking within the next few weeks falling into uh, July. Peaches. Oh my gosh, I've had some wonderful peaches. Uh, Peaches are in season, and this is a good time to start getting them. Um, The ones that I've had that have been absolutely delish are MacBee's peaches. They're not very large in size, but they are nice and firm and juicy, and they're sweet. So I'm thinking about investing in a case and getting some so that I can um, put some up for the winter. And I like to pickle them so that I can have them as a nice, 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 nice treat in the winter or whenever I get ready to have them. Because pickled peaches are absolutely delicious. It's like a dessert or you could creatively put it together in a salad. I mean, so many things you could do with it. So peaches are in season. Um, We're falling out of season of your beets and some other things. Um, But you got lots of herbs and spices that may be or herbs may be jumping off, Um, your basils, your onions, your sage, your um, rosemary. Uh, Cilantro may be about ready to call it a day because it's an early spring herb, but it's very delicious in your um, soups and your guacamole, any of your Mexican dishes that you like to have, but they're excellent seasoning. what a, watermelon is getting ready to jump off if it hasn't already. I know most people that I know that grew watermelon, they haven't come off yet. Cantaloupe is another one. Um, 
some of your lettuce may be ending their season. Swiss chard, I talked to you about that when uh, June 1st came in. Um, it may be in the midst of um, phasing out uh, because I think it's a spring too and I, I'm not sure about how they do in heat. But anyway, those are some considerations and um, you can always get in touch with me at 706-627-5864 and I'll be glad to tell you how I've reciped that food and created it into a delectable, delicious dish. So if you're having difficulty with how you should prepare it or even trying to find something to pair it with, let's have that conversation because I'm ready. I love to find new ways to prepare a meal. And so as I close, I'm going to tell you that I bought a slab of um, salmon on yesterday. I seasoned it and I marinated it with some uh, balsamic vinegar and I'm going to oven roast or bake it with um, fresh swigs, sprigs of rosemary and I'm probably going to have me a nice um, mixed green salad with it with one of my favorite uh, dressings. It's either going to be honey mustard and or um, my Aldi's House Vinaigrette Dressing. If you haven't tried it, oh, it's absolutely delicious. Very inexpensive, but it doesn't last long in this household because I use it as a multi-purpose marinade and I also use it as a salad dressing, but it's wonderful. Absolutely delicious. So guys, it's 12 o'clock. I've made my podcast, but I'm going to run along because this is late for me. I stayed up late talking to a good friend and he said, I got to let you go because I know you're about to call it a morning or a night. So I wanted to get this done so that I would have it posted, but um, stay in touch. Um, Tune in to more of podcasts or tune in to where you get most of your podcasts and stay tuned for another episode with Around the Table with Diva RD and A Perfect Voice with Timely Topics. Remember, it is June and June is National Fresh Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Month. So I'm challenging you to challenge yourself to give up those canned and frozen fruits and vegetables and try your hand at going to the fresh market or wherever you get your local garden goods, community, family, friends, country, whatever. Try you some fresh fruits and vegetables and look for the taste, look for the crunch, look for the crispiness. Feel the sensation of experiencing the freshness the earthiness of this fresh fruit and vegetables. And I promise you, if you can have a few minutes to just kind of marinate your mind and get into what you're tasting when you're chewing and chomping on these fresh fruits and vegetables, I promise you, you will never be the same such that you will always look forward to those seasonal foods. And seasonal foods are always good because they're in season and there's so many different things that you can do with them. Um, as I close, I'm thinking now that once a good fresh watermelon comes off, I'm going to probably create me a good watermelon salad with uh, uh, a bit of a sprinkle of balsamic vinegar with some fresh mint leaves. Absolutely breathtaking and so refreshing on these hot days that we are having. It's very feeling because it's all water, but you are going to be in for a treat. And then those cucumbers, I forgot to mention those cucumbers, they're going to be coming off too. I can't wait to get one of my Roma tomatoes. And I probably have about five or six Roma tomatoes that are green and they're slowly turning into a lighter green. So they should be making their way to being red pretty soon. I also have some cherry tomatoes or salad tomatoes coming off too. They are um, doing their thing, uh, maturing a little bit and 
getting ready to um, go to that next stage. They're pretty much green. But those Romans, I'm just waiting for them to turn so I can get me a slice or two of them and make me a um, vinegar salad with a red onion or sweet onion and I'll be in for a treat. So I'm getting ready to go because it's way past my bedtime and I hope that you will spend a few minutes just listening to Diva RDN with a, another episode of Around the Table with Diva RDN, A Perfect Voice with Timely Topics. Take care and I'm hoping that you will have a wonderful weekend. Celebrate, get out and get some physical activity, but most of all, Get yourself down to the local farmer's market or to the neighborhood farmer's market or to a local farmer or to a family or friend who has a garden and find out what you can get out of that garden that will make your weekend splendulous. That's a new word. Take care. Holla. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye now.